My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today I am talking with Jen Mons. She is a mentor, coach, and energy alchemist. Um, we found out we are neighbors before the show. Um, she's over in Jacksonville, but also a lot of times in Hawaii um, and, and works with people all over the place and connecting around the world through the online space. Um, today we're talking about embodied trust and the path to prosperity. And really what that means is um, the importance of trusting our intuition when we're making decisions that we feel will lead us into a sense of abundance, a sense of good fortune. Um, I know I talk a lot about this um, in what I teach to people also that sometimes our our you know immediate uh, thinking about something might make us think, well, this is the way. You know, this is what we should do to get to where we've been envisioning ourselves or where we've received the vision to go. And then we find out later that it was it was the wrong turn or it took us on a detour. And um, it can be very disappointing. I know I've had that in my life, especially when it comes to to growing uh, the mission and sharing sharing the work with people. It can be we can get a sense of spiritual urgency. So um, I'm going to let Jen speak to that and, and her experience with that and also how she helps people embody their trust. Um, so welcome to the show, Jen. It's so great to have you. How are you doing today? Oh, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. And I'm I'm doing awesome. So happy to be here. Thank you. Awesome. Well, welcome. So why don't you start by uh, letting us know what you do as a mentor, coach, and energy alchemist? Yeah, thank you for that. So I serve high-achieving, purpose-driven women to redefine divine feminine wisdom, or for some people, the word leadership lands, but really tapping into that that inner wisdom, which might mean intuition. It could It could mean so many things, but really helping women to lead from their gifts and not their wounds, which is <laughs> really powerful because it's almost the same thing sometimes, right? Like what's under the surface. So yeah, that's what I do. And I do this through a couple of different offerings, um, just programs, five element wealth, prosperity and retreats. I really love to serve women through uh, in-person retreats, which I'm really happy that we're in a space of being able to do that again. And yeah, it's my my greatest joy. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's so important, <clears throat> you know, knowing the difference between the wounds and the the intuition. You're right. It is a very fine line because fear is coupled with those wounds. And I, I have experienced and a lot of my clients experience, you know, feeling like, you know, I, I feel like I'm supposed to do that, but then maybe I'm not supposed to do that. Um, and sometimes that fear can masquerade as as our intuition and, and our intellect can masquerade as our intuition, which is something we're going to talk about on the show as well today is a kind of the spiritual narcissism that can come up when our minds get too involved in the spiritual process. But but that's we're going to hold off for that in a minute. So so can you share you do the retreats? Uh, how else um, 
would you describe the transformational process when you're teaching women to embody their intuition and to really go with it? Like say they come up upon a wound, what would like, what would be like a typical way that you would work through? And I know there's no typical way, but Mm -hmm. maybe one impactful example that you can think of. Yeah. So I want to start by saying the word energy alchemist comes from the idea that we're multidimensional beings. And so I believe it's really important to create a sacred container for the evolution of the embodiment of our soul truth. And so I do this through the creation of what I call five element wealth, which is W-E-L-L-T-H. It's really acknowledging that we, that our energy bodies hold imprinting physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and then the fifth piece, which is financially. These are all ways that we can be resourced to redesign our energetic imprinting of of who who we are, who we are in the world. And so through this process, it's important to, to build that foundation for sustainability because it's really easy to, once you step into space and owning like, oh, I didn't realize I was an energy sensitive. Okay. Now I have the words to understand. I might be an empath. Did you know that if you're an empath, you get to choose what you do with that energy? You get to choose what type of intuition you transmute that into, what what type of the clairs that that can become. Did you know that you get to choose what you're available for and not available for? And so oftentimes what I see is that the leaders, and I work with women specifically, but the women that come to me are, they've been living a life of, and it looks great on paper. It looks really great on paper because they're high achieving and purpose-driven And maybe what they didn't know is that they've been living in the patterns of their survivor strategies. And because it looks so good on paper, because they've created success in what our culture defines as success, they're burnt out and overwhelmed because they didn't realize that there's this other path walking right next to their path Mm -hmm. that higher self intuition source is just like, you can step over here Mm -hmm. into alignment and this can look and feel totally different. And you don't have to come from a place of trying to prove anything externally. You don't have to come from a place of trying to heal or mend a wound even. And that it gets to Like, yes, you can just take this little step over here and fully claim your truth, your gifts, your intuition, fully decide, and that decision will create momentum and clarity how your path is going to unfold before you. And so we get to choose to be the source of the gift, of the time, of the energy, of the money, of, of all energy, which is, can be emotions, it can be food. It can be relationships. It can be money. Like energy is all the things. So I like to create this container and this idea that it's it's really important to build a foundation that is sustainable because this is this isn't just like you know energy is is a catalyst. So you get to choose how you want to be in that energy, and if you align with the energy to your soul wisdom, to your higher self, to your truth, 
you find this place of being resourced by it versus mm. feeling exhausted from it. <laughs> and so now when now you get this, right? Like, I think we've both probably been to the place, which is why we're here today, where we've already learned and we're still navigating how we have felt kind of overtaken a little bit by the sensitivity or whatever the word is that you want to use your intuition, your knowing. And this conversation that I really want to invite people in today is that we get to be the source of all of those decisions. And we get to choose how we want to respond and show up into it. And I, I just don't think I had somebody to that told me that in the very beginning. I mean, I went all the way into trauma vortexes. I went all the way into an energetic health crisis. And I think that's why I'm here to, to teach this because underneath it is a beautiful and wonderful gift. And my word for the year that I shared with you is resource. Like we can be resourced by nature, by food, by love, and by our own gift when we own ourselves as the source of it. Amen. You're speaking my language. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, how how I tend to phrase that is, you know, it, our sensitivities can feel like a, a weakness in the world, especially if we have weak boundaries, if there's any kind of codependent tendencies in the family or from past life patterns or karmic patterns, where we're, we're like martyring and giving a little bit too much. When you have gifts, you're able to give very, very well and very, very accurately. So there can be a, a charge to that, but there also can be an overwhelm with even just going out in a crowded space and you're just feeling all the things all at once and and feeling like you're supposed to give something of yourself and sometimes it's just being and being in that observant space and being aligned with your higher power and i love the way you you mentioned the two paths because that's something that i've visualized as well you know uh, my guides when i first began well first became aware of this journey um where that, that's what they told me you have two paths two choices you can live this way or you can live that way and at the time i was like what do you mean <laughs> you know and then of course the path is figuring that out like you know deciding for yourself what that feels like and it feels different i would imagine it feels similarly in alignment but it's different for everyone so you really have to do it yourself it's it's not something you can just read a book or so you know you and i can guide people to that but you have to do the work yourself and that's what's so important and when we talk about spirituality and spiritual learning because there is a lot of great ideas out there but until we do that personal awareness work it doesn't really get that far um so on that point um can you share a couple of the awakenings that led you to what you do today? Like, you know, what happened in your life? You mentioned health crisis, trauma mm -hmm. vortex. I love our uh, energetic, uh, energetic <laughs> health crisis. I love the terms you use. They were great. Uh, but can you share a little bit about that and, and what made you know, okay, I've got to do this. I've got to serve other people. Yes, I can. And before we step into that, I, the words just came through to me. Um, energy loves clarity. So I'm just, that might come up later, but in what you just said, full circle, like that energy, energy in our life, understanding that everything should we choose to believe is energy. We become the source of it, which me, which is that deeper layer of trust when we stand in our own clarity. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question in a nutshell, um, so my life story, if you look at it, looks like I've had nine lives. And so I started out, I attended a, a, a military service academy. 
So I graduated from there. I was very masculine. I was very in the box. I was very go-getter. I was like, oh, I'm just going to be an engineer. I had an engineering degree. I'm, I was a reservist in the Navy and I was a merchant Marine, Coast Guard license, like can't even like totally different. So I was working corporate as an engineer and um, decided to become a mother. And the space that I was living in was really kind of unconscious. Like I was conscious in some level of my health and things like that, but like really unconscious to the fact that I was living somebody else's expectation of what I should be. So I was, I was trying to prove myself like as a strong woman, which is very different now. A strong woman then is very different now. Oh yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so I was working. So I became pregnant. I I was like, okay, my body's telling me I'm ready to become a mother. And I was still working like 12 hours a day, just hustling. And so long story short, that pregnancy ended with a near death experience. Hmm. And I had pregnancy induced liver failure. So I'm going to speak to it on the level. I'm going to speak to it on the energetic level, right? Like I don't get the opportunity to share this piece on, on, in, in every podcast, but now knowing what I know. Okay. So if we look at the different energy bodies and the imprinting, the liver is associated with anger and resentment. I was really living in a space of like, kind of resenting the person that I had become as a woman trying to live in a man's world. And I gave birth to a daughter. And then on the other hand, this other thing is happening where we agreed in my belief in our past life, because she was my mother to come back in this life and do it all over again. So we had this agreement And she's like looking down on me and she's like, you're not, she's this super high vibrating soul who has been my greatest teacher. And energetically, I was not vibrating in a space to receive her frequency as she came into the world and my body just shut down. Mm -hmm. So it was a a really massive wake up call. And when I say near death experience, like I was ready to go. I had a moment and I have spoken about this before, but really outside of my body, but behind it in looking over at my husband and just thinking, you know, he, he's got this and just being like, this is like awful, but then having this like real sense of peace. And there's, when you, in that experience, there's no joy and there's no sadness. It's, it's an, an, mm. it's just space. It's just space. Yeah. So, and then this voice came in and I was like, oh, and the, the voice said to me, this isn't about you go down and see your daughter. And I, for the first time in, so this was 28 hours after she had been born, I was able to speak. And I said, I need to see her. Cause I hadn't spoken in 28 hours. So I went down, I saw her, she looked into my eyes and I was like, it's almost like she was looking at me like I'm back. And I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't even know what to think. So then became, then was a new life. Right. So as a result of this, her and I had many health issues. We worked through, I became an integrative health practitioner. I studied detoxification because I had to uh, liver failure is a very major thing. It's not a small thing. Your liver is your mother organ. It's where your immunities are, your hormones, your metabolism, everything is not a small thing. Luckily, it can regenerate, but it led to a path of, I had to take a year off of work to recover. So from that point forward, I created a health coaching business. Fast forward along the way, I'm, my daughters, because uh, I then had a second daughter, was told never to have kids again, did it, listened to my intuition multiple times throughout my journey. The When I was on my knees, 
like about to give up the, for the fear of my own life or the fear of my daughter's life was the moment where this voice came in and I realized I was clairaudient of like, do this. And it didn't make sense. And I would do that. And then it made sense later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so multiple, multiple times. My second health crisis was in 2014. And I, so I'm eating super healthy. I'm, I'm health coaching. And then I'm eating healthier than I've ever eaten. I have the belief that you can heal with whole food. So I'm very still, I'm, I'm aware that health is more than just food, but I'm a little bit stuck in the belief that it's, that we're in the physical realm. Right. So I'm aware of it though, because I'm seeing it. I have a second health crisis. My dad goes into, he goes in for heart surgery, comes out. He's never the same again. They had a mistake, but what was interesting is whatever he was experiencing, I was experiencing. So mm. blood pressure drop, like almost fainted. I was like, what the heck? I ended up in the emergency room the night that he went in for his heart surgery. So mm. I was like, okay, voice came in again. You can eat as healthy as you want, but if you don't heal your, your connection to spirit, then you're not living well. Then became the journey of, okay, took my kids out of school, homeschool, traveled for a year, became a yoga teacher, breathwork facilitator, meditation teacher, uh, certified in divine healing, began doing energy work. And then the rest just unfolded from there. So um, I haven't gotten to the kind of painful experience that was more recent around spiritual narcissism, but that's really those were kind of the two major health crises that really led me to understand like we're multidimensional beings. Yes. Your kids are showing you this, you're <laughs> seeing this. And the whole time is I'm just on this journey of really, you know, learning what to do with it. And when I first opened up and surrendered, it was overwhelming. And I, I did go into a trauma vortex, like an out of body experience again. And then I was given permission in some of my healing and training to revisit my near-death experience. And that was probably one of the most powerful experiences I had because I could just, I could see it from a place where I felt like I was actually going to die again. Like I actually went there and then I was able to just feel really empowered in under, in seeing the, the bigger picture rather than being in it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the first chapter of, or kind of the first two thirds of how all that unfolded. That's beautiful. And I think that, you know, thank you for sharing that because I know there are listeners out there going through some really hard stuff and awakenings are hard. I know I share a lot about mine, my, you know, my kind of, I call it my rock bottom um, in terms of my ego wanting to just, you know, take over everything. And then the awakening, like, yes, you're, you have to follow the spiritual path and take care of the body. And all of those things at once is what led to the healing that then led me to help the people that I do today. And speaking mostly to the the women out there that feel they have this calling, but yet they're stuck in these difficult situations because it can be a very frustrating feeling. Uh, you know, you feel this urgency, you came on a mission. Well, whatever is happening is your path. And again, going back to learning through it, being open to spiritual inspiration through it, um, knowing that it's not just a you know, um, something that's just kind of happening randomly, or I just don't believe in random happenings. Everything is something that can be read for our lives as guidance. And as we learn how life multidimensionally speaks to us, 
um, it's a really, it's a really fun way to do this human thing. So <laughs> I'm like yeah. always cheering people, people on with that because even the hard times become somehow beautiful and, and there's, there's, we change the story about them into something that's truly meaningful. Um, and that can inspire others as well. So, and either if you're not inspiring others, you may be, you know, distracting or, or taking them down. So you might as well choose that path as well, um, because you get so much out of how you give to this world with who you are. Right. Yeah, and, and what I want to respond to that is, is that the moments that feel challenging, because they do in the moment, and or that felt like it was a wrong turn, gave us clarity. And remember earlier, I said, energy loves clarity, like we get to choose to look at it like, okay, that didn't work. And that was really painful. Thank you. Now I get to choose this way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Choose the, the next path. There's always especially if something comes around over and over again, because I get that question a lot with with people who are developing their intuition, like, well, I thought I was following my intuition, or I keep, you know, this pattern just keeps repeating. And it's simply sometimes our guides or our guidance system will lead us around to the same thing over and over again, so that we do make that different choice. And we said, maybe we should have done that. And then nope, the patterns and, and we could talk for hours about this stuff, I'm sure. But you know, the unconscious patterns until they become conscious, mm -hmm. and we give ourselves permission to choose yeah, it's it's like that's why we call it awakening. That's awakening to our alignment, awakening to our our true nature. I do so. find that that happens. We're peeling the same story mm -hmm. at different layers a lot of times, and oh, yeah. what shifts is how we choose to respond to it and what we choose to do with what we've learned. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, you you kind of touched on on that recent challenge. So with all the awareness that you had gained to that point, I know you were training other intuitives and there was a lot going on with the work you were doing. And um, if uh, whatever you'd like to share about that experience, because this is for those who are out there who are, are already serving, already leading, you know, we're still learning, we're still growing and, and things happen to, to help but to take us to that next level. So if you don't mind, Jen, sharing a little bit about your experience with that. Yeah, I'd love to to share about that because I think it's really important to bring awareness to there there is there is a you talked about codependency and as empaths there is an, an unspoken subconscious codependency just in the design of being an empath. Mm -hmm, <laughs> so at is. some level, right? So I think mm -hmm. it's important to bring clarity to that. And so it's really important to not be afraid of the empathy, but to really understand it and understand why subconsciously you're taking this energy on. And so um, when, if we commit to that work and that gives us the clarity to the phrase that I said in the beginning, leading life from your gifts and not your wounds, because that's really the fine line right there where you, you get to really bring clarity to understanding what the deeper level is that is. And I'll share a little bit about myself is just what I discovered is that I was a, a, an empath was showing up in an unhealthy way for two reasons. Number one, it was easier to be in somebody else's pain than my own. Number two, I was extremely clairvoyant and extremely intuitive. And I actually deeply wanted other people to see me the way that I could see them. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know that until I did my own work around, like, wh why am I taking on other people's energy? 
then what I discovered through, I guess, kind of the third really kind of life-shifting moment that happened a couple years ago was I had no idea I was a people pleaser. And I showed up on the surface as really fierce and really strong and super sweet. And I can do all the things, but I really believed like I was strong. Well, if we look at my life story and you look at the, um, the original health crisis and the liver and the energy of like the resentment of the feminine in a masculine world type of thing, what's under the surface is I've really had a lot of healing to do around being a woman and owning my gifts as a woman, intuition being one of them. So I had had a core wound of rejection around the feminine being rejected by women. Of course, this comes from my childhood, right? Like, and so I was invited into a partnership with a woman who was sensitive, um, intelligent, beautiful, like I was invited into an opportunity to collaborate. What I now know is like, this is the type of woman that people in the community would have loved to have been the person who was asked to join her. So I felt special. And I entered that relationship from that core wound of, of not wanting to be rejected. And so I entered it from my heart, looking for that collaboration of a woman. And what I realized in the end is the woman I was looking for was me. Mm-hmm. So that collaboration ended up in a really painful, painful, painful experience. Um, one of the things that I have seen that happens is that let's just explore the idea that if we do not get super clear on owning the source of our empathy and energy, we might attract people who are going to take advantage of it. And so that's where the word narcissism comes in. And, and if you if you've read about it or you know other people, Let's explore the idea that empaths can attract narcissists. And so what I mean by that is people willing, if you're willing to let people in, because that's what empaths do, if they're not consciously aware of it, then there are going to be people that are going to come and they're going to latch on to you. They're going to take some of that energy. If you enter that relationship from a place of your wound itself, seeking, as in my case, seeking connection with uh, an idea that I had being invited into this collaboration in a relationship from that place and not our healthy self, then it's, it's not aligned. And so that was kind of the biggest breakthrough for me is realizing that I wasn't listening to my body. I would get these massive migraines mm. after our meetings together. And, but my conscious self was like, oh, you're, this is an amazing opportunity. You're going to get to serve so many people. This is going to be so wonderful. Everybody loves the two of you together. So here's all this external stuff. Yet my intuition is my body is like here. I'm blocking my real intuition to the point where I'm getting migraines to the point where I threw up twice, like Mm. from these migraines, which is not normal for me. And I would even tell my husband, and there were so many signs I ignored because my heart wanted something that wasn't aligned. So the message is just because you want something doesn't mean that it's right for you. And Mm -hmm. sometimes just be aware of like what you think you want, because if you're really attached to something, you might, you might be being taken off your path a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so 
long story short, it was a really, really painful experience on a personal level, but also on a professional level. I, it set me back a couple of years um, financially and because it ended up being this really big thing. And um, it was it was really, really painful. Now, looking back later, it gave me clarity on the idea that number one, don't trust other people more than yourself or your intuition. Number two, uh, be discerning in why you're entering relationships. Number three, remember and always remember to listen to your intuition and your body because our body speaks to us. And number four, it gave me clarity that on what I'm actually really here to do. And so it was a painful learning experience. It was also a compliment because um, when that relationship unfolded, like it really, like she found me to be threatening, which I didn't even see myself as threatening. So thank you for the compliment. Like <laughs> I, I didn't even know, like, so she could see the value in me more than I could see it in myself mm. is what is what I was really gaining. And so yeah, and that's it was it was a narcissistic relationship. I the there was gaslighting, there was a lot of untruth, there was a lot of projection, there was, you know, and it was it it didn't, it just was really it was painful. And again, another awakening to how important it is for us to stand in our truth and our own clarity. And most importantly, be really stand in clarity of what you're not available for. So I got really clear on my words moving forward of what I'm no longer available for. And as a people pleaser, which I didn't know until then is like, I'm not available for the lack of emotional integrity. I'm not available for emotional projection. I'm not here to save people. And I'm not here to even help someone else in collaboration, live out their dream. It has to be in alignment with me first. And so that was what I really took away from that. I love that. And that is so very important. Thanks for just sharing that because it's um, being, you know, a leader as you are and in that leadership position with someone else, it's, I can imagine that was a blow to even your path a little bit. And I'm not sure, you know, if you had self-doubt about that, et cetera, et cetera. Um, as you were talking, I visualized like the dragon at the gates of your next level, you know, like not that she was the dragon, but like that, that situation was like something that you could let make you back down. You, you could allow it to let, let you kind of go off your path and stay off, but you said, no, I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to get stronger because of it. And here you are doing your work in a way that's in alignment for you and serving people the way that feels right. And I've gotten that direction from my guides as well. Spirit is my boss. <laughs> and, and so, you know, any, any attempt to then you know, try to outsource that to someone else or to, yeah, get in partnerships that are not in alignment or seeking out even coaching that's not in alignment uh, just to get maybe a, a shortcut or to, to feel like my mind says this is a good idea. So even though this feels really wrong, I keep feeling like it's a good idea. I should, I should, I should, I should try it. And I feel like anybody out there mm. that's dealing with any decisions like that, or if you have in the past for, you know, you forgive yourself for the past mistakes that were learning opportunities actually, and anything currently, it's simply about listening to yourself, even if it doesn't make quote unquote sense, 
you know, it's not going to make quote unquote sense. Sometimes it's going to scare you or you'll get FOMO or, or something like that. But it's about following what feels in alignment, even if it's the quiet path where not a lot is happening, because if you follow that, everything else is going to come in so much more fluidly. Isn't that right, Jen? Yeah, absolutely. And it's a reminder that it's, it's like that experience, it's those experiences are not about the other person. Exactly. It's a deeper invitation to really like get clear on how I'm, how we're showing up, how we're responding to what comes to us. So like, it doesn't even matter who the person is. It doesn't matter what we were doing. It doesn't, it, that part of the story doesn't even matter. What matters is, and why I'm sharing it is from the place of like taking ownership for what I learned and what we get to continue learning as these experiences come up. And from the very beginning of the show, I talked about owning that we are the source of time, money, every, like everything. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I don't blame. I don't like when you come from that place, it's easier to forgive people. It's easier to not make it so personal. And this is important as, as people who identify as a healer or coach, right? Like it's like, we just show up and do our thing, but we're not, we're, the more we can take responsibility for how we show up and teach other people to do the same. That's really, I think we're, where we come into alignment and it, we step into that really empowering sort of like magical space because we're taking ownership for, for all of the experiences of where we've been, but we get to focus. And this is really important on who we're becoming versus yeah. where we're, where we've been. Absolutely. And it it is exactly living by example, like basically in those situations, we're very much challenged to say, well, what would we advise someone else to do? And, and, and that I, I say in the, you know, background years ago, I don't think maybe I struggle with this. I don't know. I have to look for a minute, but um, I used to struggle with that, like feeling maybe more aware of something and, and hoping the other person would get it. And then I could be complete about it. And then realizing, no, it's, it's about each and every one of us in our conscious journey. And it's going to come at different times and in different ways for people. So yeah, you can't really hold other people accountable in, in that way to, you know, spiritually, like, let's talk about this. Let's close the loop and make sure we both understand why this happened. We have to just say, well, what did we learn out of it? Release it with love and know that they're on their journey too. So that's one way if anyone wonders like, well, how do you do that? Well, that's, you know, in a nutshell, very tiny nutshell, but it is about just acknowledging that we're all living our strange little dreams. And what are you getting out of the dream right now? You know, what's the, the message coming to you right now and the symbols that are flying your way in all of your relationships, in your health, in, in the way that you're seeing things, they're everywhere if we pay attention. So um, so Jen, you mentioned, um, and this is something I think all intuitive and empathic people deal with, um, just energetic boundaries, like basically the hygiene of that and like keeping mm -hmm. that strong, even when you're, you're much stronger maybe than you were 20 years ago, but life's going to give you new things to deal with. So how do you mm -hmm. um, see that showing up for yourself now? And um how might yeah, we be able is, to help you today? <laughs> thank you. This is such a good question because this has been part of my evolution and it's shifted over the years. So I'm wearing red today for a reason. It's um, grounding. I find, find where you feel resourced. Notice what you're sensitive to. Now I'm a person who sees colors. I see aura. So color is 
important to me. I'm a vibration person. I, I sense things. So, um, so those things are important to me. I, I'm resourced by nature. So I'm looking out the window right now. Like, and there's, uh, I'm very intentional about creating my space. Um, one thing that I have found to be true for me, and it, I don't know if it's my energetic constitution, um, maybe, but is it's really important for me and my energetic constitution to be really well nourished and that the energy of food, specific types of foods ground me and nourish me. So typically when we're in this space, like a lot of people think it's about ascension, right? Well, ascension is really like projecting out of your body. What if we can, I believe embodying that higher consciousness in our body is really where our true wisdom and power is. And I think that's where the empowerment pieces. So it's important Mm -hmm. to take care of our body. So I do this through food. I do this through movement, breath work, mother nature, 100%, like all the time is super important to me. And I think what shifted for me and what I've learned over the years is, and although I do love, and I, I love ritual, like I do love, you know, burning Palo Santo or sage, and I love crystals, but here's the shift for me. I don't I don't rely on them. Mm-hmm. They support me and that feels good, Perfect. but I don't, I don't like, I don't, it feels a little like I would be giving my power away to say like, oh, I need that. And I used to be like that. I'd be like yeah. stuffing my bra with crystals when I like on the airplane. <laughs> right. And yeah. I'm just like, no, I'm in my, I'm the source of my clarity now. Like I'm the source of my power. People don't come in if I say they can't come in. And that's what I've decided. One thing that shifted for me is that I decided to meet people here. So I'm putting my hand out, right? Instead mm-hmm. of like really coming in, I have a filter now mm-hmm. and I I decide and I, I just, I'm not coming from a place of needing to save or rescue anybody anymore, or even like, like, I'm just very, I'm very discerning. And that was the gift of the painful kind of friendship breakup that I went through is that I'm a lot more discerning. And so for me, what's really shifted is really owning that I'm the source of of how the energy comes in and what I do with it. And so if I allow myself to be supported by rolling around in the dirt and that feels good, okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but I don't have to do it, right? Like, it's not like it's going to save my life, whether I, do, or, you know, I mean, I, and I've been to sweat lodges. I've been to really powerful experiences mm-hmm. and so I allow myself to be, again, my word for the year resourced. When I look at it as I'm being resources versus that I have to, I need this. It's a different energy. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. That's so important. And yeah, there's a lot that in what you said that was like, ding, 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 ding. Um, in my, I just wrote my first book last year and I actually have a whole chapter about that. And, and I, I feel it sometimes, and, and I love my sage, I love my Palo Santo also, and any clearing rituals. Um, I, I share in the book also, like regionally, we can get different herbs and, and different things right from your own backyard to, to burn, you know? So, so there's really a good education that could be talked about again for a whole nother show about, you don't need these specific plants. It's the ritual and the intention that is important. And these happen to be, you know, sacred indigenous tools, but also to rely on them as the the power that's doing the thing. It's it's a friend, it's a tool, sometimes a teacher, but not, not the thing that's doing it. You're absolutely right. When we put our power outside of ourselves, you took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> um, in terms of, uh, you know, trusting your intuition and your connection to your higher guidance 
over all things. And that that in itself, when you're when the channel is open, that's a full cleansing. So yes, love your tools, but don't give your power away to them. I think that's a really important piece. And just to close the show, I, I, I could just keep talking for a long, long time with you, Jen. But as with everyone, I'd love to share just a few thoughts from the card reading that I've got here. And, and before we close, is that okay? Yes. Awesome. Well, I definitely see that, you know, you're shining your light, but feeling a little bit in a standstill, but it's actually a, a very divine standstill. It's I, I'm imagining too, for you, it's actually very pleasant, uh, not a lot to worry about. If there is any worry, just just sink down into that calmness and shine your light from where you are. I feel a lot of beautiful things bubbling, whether it's um you know, something new that you're you're speaking out into the world. Uh, this could be a book, a podcast, and a course, something like that. Because as you're you're coming out of setting your intentions from a higher place and getting um, connected to your heart center, that spiritual heart um, more deeply, that's what's going to inform the next level of transformation. So if you find that you come around to some of these challenging boundary points again, um, and you go, oh, not again, it's really all about like, how can I just sink into the heart here, sink into the heart and, and kind of allow that to, to go to really inform what is happening. And, and I call this, and I'm sure you know what I mean, there are awakenings on the spiritual path. And then there's just that continual sinking into the awareness of yourself as your spirit. And that mm -hmm. all everything is just kind of happening around you and there is an allowing in that we can set our intentions and work with the law of attraction within that, but we can also just be so oh we yeah. talked about it before the show like moving out sometimes we have this secret dream to move out into the forest and just be oh, yeah. the forest witch right the forest <laughs> witch dream so it's like you can have that even from where you are and speak from that place and i feel like that might be the next iteration of your work i'm not totally sure exactly what the iteration is now but there is a deepening that's happening so for you boundaries are going to be a big thing trusting your the when that's the really the only thing that you must do and keep an eye on what's most important to you without getting distracted by shiny objects and things outside yourself because what you really want and what you've been guided to do by your guides is is it is the thing so any doubt that remains just go ahead and throw that out the window and the more you focus on that, even if the, the road is a little bit quiet, you're going to get there much faster. And this does have to do with some inner child healing work that you're doing. So mm -hmm. you know all that. Um, but I figured I'd share that. And, and, and um, if you don't mind sharing any reflections mm -hmm. that you get from that, that'd be yes. awesome way to, yeah. to end the show today. Thank you. Thank you for that opportunity. Um, what came through to me is relax into the truth of who you are. So like relax into the truth of who you are. And, you know, we, we, you mentioned, but we didn't get too much into it is prosperity is embodied trust. And so when I hear you say sinking into the heart, like that's the relaxing into the truth of who I am is like that deeper level of trust. And what I want to, what's coming through is like, stay the course in the commitment, even when the results aren't there. Mm -hmm. So yes. like that deeper level of trust, yeah. that really clear invitation is that last little moment of like, we're going to see how much you really trust because you think this is going to happen and then it doesn't turn out the way you want. And then there's the deeper level of trust. And that is where true prosperity is. That's where you really get to see what you're made of. And I don't mean in like a 
I mean, like, what is your real level level of commitment to yourself, living your truth and to trust? And from that space, we step into the consciousness of prosperity, which is that clear abundance cycle of giving and receiving opportunity, being resourced and, and just trusting that when we take aligned action, aligned intention doesn't even have to be an action, but when we're in alignment, we'll just say like, we're on the path. It's already happening. Like it's already happening. So you can, again, like where we started, you can go this way or this way. You're going to get to the same place. Probably like you can get there the hard way, or you can get there the place where you choose from joy and ease. And that is where I'm stepping into. So I love that floating down the easeful river of life. Life is but a dream. There's that theme again. <laughs> yes, for so, sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this conversation today. I've really thank enjoyed uh, getting to know you. And I know the audience is happy that you've shared your light. So how can they find you if they'd like to learn more about you? Yeah, absolutely. So Jen Mons, J-E-N-M is in Mary O, N is in Nancy, S is in Sam.com. Um, I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. I have a podcast, um, the body and soul wisdom podcast. And then I have a gift offering. Um, if you'd like to join the email list for the weekly podcast and the energize and align book, that is genmons.com forward slash tribe. If you'd like to connect with me, it's genmons forward slash connect. And if you'd like to receive, because prosperity is about receiving, the <laughs> Prosperity Roadmap Bundle, which includes three videos and three eBooks to really just create your own prosperity roadmap, identify your blocks to receiving, and also to the financial freedom piece is part of your well-being, and understand your saboteur, then that would be genmons.com forward slash prosperity dash roadmap dash bundle. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jen. And uh, we wish you the very best and look forward to talking to you again sometime. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. You're so welcome. And thanks guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Aloha. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, Grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, Listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.